Hi, it's Shana here. Before this episode starts, I'm popping in with a quick reminder about our upcoming CEU on Thursday, May 16th on a person-centered approach to behavior management. School taught us a lot about ABA. However, the thing with ABA is that it's a science and it's constantly evolving. So a lot of what we learned back then doesn't always apply now. Today, we want to use a person-centered approach to behavior management, um, but what does that look like and how can our learners still make progress in this kind of approach? So join us live on Thursday, May 16th at 12 p.m. Eastern Time as Shira discusses how to use a person-centered approach to behavior management with your learners. This CEU is presented by our very own Shira Karpel. You can earn one learning CEU for ACE, QABA, or IBAO. Join us live at this event or to watch the recording asynchronously, go to howtoaba.com forward slash CEU. See you then. Hi, I'm Shira Karpow. And I'm Shana Gaunt, and we're board certified behavior analysts. At How to ABA, we provide practical resources, community, and support to ABA professionals. In each episode of our podcast, we will be having real conversations with real people sharing real stories about ABA. We'll share relevant strategies and actionable tips that will make us all better ABA practitioners. It's the ABA content you need that you're not going to learn in a textbook. So if you're anything like me, your schedule is pretty crazy. And then it comes to our three-year recertification for CEUs, and we kind of get a little bit frazzled because we may not have kept up with the CEUs that we should have kept up with, or we see a CEU that we really want to take, but we kind of forget, and then the time has passed. So we, we really wanted to make the CEU process easier for you. So in addition to offering all the CEUs that you need for recertification, we present our live CEUs once a month. And we've made it even easier for you to join and remember when they happen. Um, We've created a new webpage on our website, which is howtoaba.com slash events. And at the top of our site, you'll see all of our upcoming events. And you can get all the information on the time and the topic and anything else that you need to know. And if it interests you, you can really easily click and add it to your calendar so that you won't forget to attend. And we're super excited that we've had some really, really great guest presenters on our webinars for CEUs. And we, they're so valuable because they bring so much valuable resources and information that we even find that we learn from. So we enjoy having them because we love learning from them. And we find that their participation in our CEUs makes it that much more valuable. And we want to make it easier for you guys to know when they're happening. So check out our new page on our website to learn all about our CEU events. So speaking of CEU events, our next one is with Matt Sicoria. Um, It's all about what you need to know as a BCBA completing a functional assessment in a school. It's going to be on Thursday, April 20th at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Matt's a behavior analyst. Uh, He's also an educational consultant in private practice. He provides services to schools and community settings in New Hampshire and Vermont. Um, Many of you probably know him, though, from Behavioral Observations podcast. Um, In fact, we did a Behavioral Observations podcast with him about, what, a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago, on everything you need to know as a new BCBA. And we're super excited now to have him back um, and doing a webinar for us because he is such an easy person to talk to. And he is just really wonderful at 
just getting his point across and disseminating that information. Um, he also, I don't know if anybody realized this, but from the Behavioral Observations podcast, it actually started as his dissemination project. And uh, he created it in February 2016. So it's been going on a long time now. Um, if you haven't checked out the Behavioral Observations podcast, do so. It's really great. Um, it publishes a long-form interviews with leading behavior analysts like Sharon Shana. I'm just kidding. Um, where current topics and uh, you know in the field of ABA are discussed in a very casual format. Um, Matt, and along with Dr. Lisa Britton, is also the author of Remote Fieldwork Supervision uh, for BCBA trainees as well. And I think the best part of the podcast is that it's really easy to listen to. Um, you know, I am notorious for two times speeding all podcasts, and I'm still able to follow. The conversation is really casual. It doesn't get too technical, but at the same time, it's it's educational and it's helpful and it's informative. So I really enjoy um those podcasts and his interview style. So definitely check them out. And we're super excited to have him on so that he could share his, you know, wealth of information about his day job, because like us, you know, they, we also have day jobs and his is as an educational consultant. And we talked about what topic to present on. And we know that we get a lot of questions and information about the functional assessment piece and, and how can we do that, especially in a school setting? You know, you kind of go into a classroom and you don't know much about where you're going. Um, if you're consulting, you know even less. If you know the classroom and you've been there before, then you might have some more information. But there is so much to it. And I think where we wanted to start with Matt was how do you even get to the that point of coming into the classroom and feeling prepared? And there's so much that can be done in advance before you go into that classroom or before you're working with the kid, before you start a functional assessment or functional analysis that will help you feel better prepared and really have a better process. And that's really part of it. We don't want anyone to go into this type of process feeling unprepared. When, you know, as behavior analysts, when we go into a classroom, one of two things things either happen, you know, the teacher can either get very defensive and say, this is my classroom, you know, why are you in it? And I don't want your suggestions because I've been doing this for 20 years and go away, um, which isn't always the case and hopefully isn't the case for very much time. Or the teacher attacks you and says, you are the behavior analyst. I, I need you. Please just wave your magic wand and get this done. Um, please, please, please. And I really wish we did have a behavior wand in our back pocket, um, but it's not so much, um, not so much there. So we really do need to be prepared prepared to go into a school. And, you know, in a school setting, even though, you know, FAs are the gold standard in ABA, how do you do a real formal functional assessment in a classroom setting? Uh, you know, Sarah Bloom talks about it, um, but we need something to jump out of a journal article and into our hands, something really practical. Um, so I'm really excited because Matt will be talking all about this. Um, but like Shira said, not only how to do a functional assessment, in a classroom situation, but also how to, you know, what you need to set up before that. So what happens even before, you know, the FA starts? And I think part of what we're going to talk about is sometimes if you do the right um, preparations, the FA might not even be necessary. So before you go in and say, I'm definitely doing a functional analysis here, maybe collect some data, maybe speak to the, the stakeholders, speak to the parents, speak to the teachers. Sometimes you can get enough information so that either you can intervene at it, provide some antecedent strategies, or you could do a functional assessment, which is a little bit less intrusive than a functional analysis. And these are all options that you should exhaust really before going in and saying, you know, functional analysis or bust. Um, and, you know, there's also different 
approaches to a functional analysis. If that is the decision that, that you've come to, there's different ways to do it. Um, there's the classic four functions way that was developed by Brian Awada, which is, you know, there are four functions. They're all very separate. And we're looking at one of those four functions. And then there's also Gregory Hanley's practical functional assessment, which is all about um, synthesize functions and doing it in a way that we're not looking for that one function. We're just looking at whether we can turn the behavior off and on um, whatever it takes to do that. So there's so many options and all of these things you really need to look into before even arriving at the school and in the classroom. You know, conducting a functional analysis in schools can be a challenge. So, you know, we want to make sure that we're prepared ahead of time. So we can't wait to have Matt join us to discuss this topic way more in depth. Yes. And if you want to check out more content on ABA in the classrooms, check out episode 67, where we talked about how to use ABA in the classroom. Um, and you'll be well prepared to listen to Matt on our next CEU webinar. So our next CEU with Matt Sicoria is on Thursday, April 20th at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you can join us live, which would be absolutely amazing. Or you can join us um, asynchronous after the fact. So in summary, we showed you our new events calendar and discussed the topic of our next CEU with Matt Sicoria, all about what you need to know as a BCBA conducting a functional assessment in schools. We also talked a little bit about functional assessments in general. Thanks for joining today's conversation. Wherever you get your podcast, please go and subscribe, rate and review so others can find out about us too. For more from How to ABA, including free resources and ABA materials, visit our blog at howtoaba.com and make sure that you're following us on social media for more practical tips and updates.